0: Abby was trying to mouth something to me. I was like, I can't read lips. I don't know. <laughs> From the inside to the outside. Hey guys, welcome to The Rare Collective. I'm your host Abby, and I'm Lydia.
1: And our goal here is to cultivate a space where creatives and entrepreneurs alike can find community that enables collaboration. Yep.
0: All right, Abby. Well, I'm going to just brief what we talked about last week and um, share a few things that are going on over here. So... Last week, we talked about our don'ts for starting a yep. business based off of real life experiences, so if you want to hear about the cringeworthy moments mm-hmm. that Abby and I had when <laughs> we were starting our businesses, then I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that episode, because yes. it was really funny to listen back, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Anyway, also, we just wanted to take a moment to say we have felt so loved. Yes. We are almost a month into the Rear Collective being live, so and crazy! it's so fun to <laughs> see how we've grown. If you are enjoying the podcast, please follow us on Instagram um and make sure that you're part of our social community. Also, consider sharing this podcast with a friend yeah. because we want to see the collective grow and yep. it definitely happens best by word of mouth. And you know, subscribe to the podcast and leave reviews. That means a lot to us. So oh, it
1: literally it, it makes actually our day. makes
0: our day. <laughs> um, Speaking of... Abby, listen to this. Lydia and Abby are so much fun. I smile every time I listen to these girls. Being creative has so many outlets and avenues, but the creative mindset is what unites us all. The rare collective fuels the creative spirit in a fun, encouraging, and innovative way. Feels like I have my own personal cheerleader speaking truth and positivity when I need it most. I love their wholesome talk and always giving credit to the Lord who made each of us in our own unique set of talents. Ah. Isn't that so sweet? That is the best. So thank you, AP791001. Yes. <laughs> Whoever you are. I love you. Aww. Oh, no, that means so much. Every single thing like that helps the collective out. So we appreciate you guys and hope that you enjoy today's episode. Yes. So I do want to go over what we're talking through today
1: because it's a very, very special one to me, um, and I hope that it will be to all of you. So we're talking through trusting the process because any success story has a process, mm-hmm. and most of the time it's pretty unorthodox. It's not the way that you think it's going to happen. And that is very true with um, a dear friend, mentor, and previous boss that we interviewed for this episode. Her name is Tanya Hembry And uh, no matter what success she has had, she just continuously finds a way to point it to Jesus. Yeah. And that is one of the most encouraging things for us, after listening to her, Tanya really shed light on on how the things that happened in her life that felt the same, how they all ended up pointing to uh, what she's doing now and the way that God has blessed her. So yeah. we really hope that you find encouragement by her success story of um, trusting the process. If you've got any questions about, you know, who Jesus is that we keep talking about, we would love for you guys to stick around for the last few minutes after the interview with Tanya just so that we can shed some light and dive deeper into that topic if it's something that you're curious about.
0: Yay. Yay. Yes. Okay. So without further ado, Mm -hmm. here is our interview with Tanya.
1: Welcome to our first Rare Collective podcast with a guest. This guest is super special to me. So, she's actually somebody that I used to work for and became kind of a, a mentor in my life. I worked for her when Logan and I first moved to Nashville, did it part time, and she was kind of just getting started out. And now her business has just exploded in all of the positive ways, and it's located in downtown Franklin in the coolest vintage building that they have reached done and they now have a coffee shop she does a podcast and she has a full-time interior design business that she runs out of it and it's just the coolest so this is my friend Tanya Hembry.
2: hey guys thanks so much for having me I'm super honored to be your first guest this is so
0: exciting (laughs) we're super honored to have you as our first guest it feels (laughs) legit it does it does and um For the listeners that are tuning in, Tanya, tell us a little bit about your story
1: and just how you got started out, how you got going with Onyx and Alabaster.
2: Sure. Well, it's not a short story, so I'm going to try to give you a quick summary. Mm -hmm. Um, Dan, my husband, and I moved uh, to Nashville about 10 years ago. by the way, we're celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary this oh, year. Congratulations.
1: I know. What a success crazy? story, especially in oh, this day man. and age. 25 years is pretty much a lifetime to a lot big of people.
2: Big, yeah. yeah. Big it, deal. It really is by God's pure miracles because mm. um, it's been frayed to almost falling apart at times. But mm. um, So we moved here 10 years ago with our family and had no idea what God was calling us to do, but we felt called to Nashville. And in the midst of taking everyday jobs, um, or me taking an everyday job, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my passion for interior design just naturally emerged, uh, which I thought at the time was just going to be kind of a side hustle to help yeah. us pay off debt and all that. Mm-hmm. And little did I know that it would become a full blown, uh, business. It's like an um, enterprise. just yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of <laughs> feels like that you know, we have now, I think 17 or 18 on payroll staff. And so wow. it's been quite a crazy escalation mm-hmm. over the last, gosh, five, let's see, probably five to seven years yeah. collectively. Um, and so, uh, when I was working my day job, I would do design on the side, uh, just for the fun of it. Um really not pursuing it, just being available. Mm. Um, and people saw, I guess, that gifting in me or got the chance to know about my story. And so, um, when I left my day job, uh, I basically had a full-time design business. Wow. Um, and that's kind of when not too long after that that you and I, Abby, um, uh, connected. I can- yeah, so um quickly, got out of my home office into a physical space and that's when, um, Abby came on board, but, um, it really has just grown from there and really just God's blown my mind in so many ways. There's yeah. a million miracle stories along the path, but, um, so it was Tony Henry design because I never really intended to have a business. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we, when we added um, the second revenue stream or home market aspect to our, business is when the name Onyx and Alabaster was birthed. So they're really one in the same. Yeah. Uh, the mother, mother business is Tiny Humber Design LLC. And then our uh, DBA is Onyx and Alabaster, which is our known brand right now in the marketplace.
0: Yeah. I was just gonna say I think this is the perfect opportunity that the second you think you're not gonna be doing something <gasps> the Lord's The like, Lord's oh, Like you just Wait mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the plans yeah. that I have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well we had moved, to, you know, a whole new state. We had not a single yeah. friend. We knew no one. So the thought of Where did you, you know, guys
1: move from? I know that y'all lived in California and Texas and
2: Yep, so uh, we made our way east, but our, before Tennessee, we were in Austin, Texas, awesome. and so I was doing design there, but when we got here, I literally knew no one, knew no store or resource, and so the thought of starting or continuing the design business I had was, you know, we needed to have money coming yeah, in yeah. the door, um, and so I just, that's why I took a day job, so. yeah
1: which when I started with you, we were in that that shared space with the the nonprofit ministry. Um, We got connected through actually a previous boss that I had that I also had a great relationship with in Florida, (laughs) Um, who when we said we were moving, she was like, oh my gosh, I have the perfect person to connect you with. And that was Tanya. And the person who I was working for, her name is Ann Shank, and she was like, the mastermind of starting a business. (laughs) Like she could just (laughs) like dream up anything and then run with it. And it was successful. And so I remember talking to Tanya and her saying that she kind of had a dream or a vision of, of starting her own shop. And it's just crazy to see everything that it's become and know that it was like such a dream in your heart. But now it's like, it's so much bigger than I even thought that you wanted it to be at the time. It's just like, it's so cool to see how God has touched it and blessed it.
2: Yes, it it definitely is bigger than I expected it to be also. So
1: I'm grateful. That's super cool. So, okay, so we kind of wanted to touch on just the roller coaster that the journey can be of the ups and downs of being a creative and kind of thinking that you've got your heart set on this one thing and then. God doing exactly what he did with you, which is, is so much bigger than you could ever imagine. Can you kind of give a little bit of a rundown of of the journey of that and how it, it started and how you held on to the long-term vision, if yeah. that makes sense? Like, like the like, high highs yeah. and the yeah. low lows. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure, it's a roller coaster. In fact, yeah. every person I hired these days, I tell them it's a roller coaster before they even get on so (laughs) it's always that um but I think anything adventurous with God is going to have highs and lows and I think that's where he wants us he wants Mm us uh to not feel in control and so Mm -hmm. I like the description of a roller coaster because you're literally getting into something that feels so unknown and so insecure and you're literally being held by single strap. <laughs> and yeah. you know, in our case it's the lord. And so um all that to say it's definitely had its highs and lows and um lots of un- unexpected. I mean, I remember um g- you know, getting gosh into our, our physical first physical s- location basically. Yeah. Uh really it was out to just figure out how do I budget for something like this? Like what mm-hmm. do people really want an office for and in just that exploration, you know, had the opportunity, um, basically the landlord at the time was like, well, what can you afford? We want you to be here. And so uh, that was an absolute high to be able to jump right into a physical brick and mortar right out of the mm-hmm. gate. And, um, But you know, the lows are the difficulties in between of like the weight that you feel responsible for all the people on your staff mm-hmm. who need a paycheck, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so there's definitely been those lows. Um, I think. And you need a paycheck dis- too, not just them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I will say that's the one thing I've always not sacrificed is paying myself, which mm-hmm. I know a lot of business owners do yeah. sacrifice that. Um, for me, I had done that in times past with another business that I had owned and I felt, um, like that was a learning lesson, and the thing that the Lord asked me never to compromise. Yeah, um, because I'm doing it for the sustenance of my family and to, you know, share the, His kingdom yeah. with everybody. And so, if I'm the one being compromised, then yeah. that can't. <laughs> wow. Well, can yes. so. Yeah. That's I, exactly. Um. And so that's probably different for others, but, um. So some of the lows were definitely, um. The, the massive growth that we saw at mm-hmm. times was overwhelming for maybe some of the staff that I had mm-hmm. in those seasons. Um, I've learned, sadly, I, I would say my highs, my lows were, are more staff-related mm-hmm. um, and client-related, so more um, relational-type things. Yeah. And I, I love people, but I also, you know, had to learn how to really bring people on my team who had the right personality type for the task? And yeah. so that took me a while to get that figured out. Yeah. Um, mm. So, you know, at the time I would hire what I could afford and, yeah. you know, a friend of a friend or whoever needed a job. And uh, when it started to grow, I learned that just knowing somebody or just having a friend of a friend was not enough. And so often, you know, often they were ill equipped for uh, the task at hand, which added a lot of pressure to me because I love people and I don't want to hurt their feelings, all that stuff. I had to really grow in in that and be more selective um, for my role. So, and then the other lows would be, you know, um, as we did take on more fluent clientele, um, just learning to navigate expectations and uh, contracts and things like that, that you don't really know until you get there. Yeah. Um, you've it's not really part of a little... the dreaming process. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <think of> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you've get, gotten bit a couple times, you know, um, you have to learn to adapt to that. And so those, those moments of like in the biting process, I guess, of like losing money or, yeah. uh, having to handle really difficult clients, Mm-hmm. Um those were definitely lows for me where I would you know yeah. feel anxious or you know really have to battle that in prayer. Um so I would say those have been my lows. Um and then the highs of course are just seeing gosh God just provide in mm-hmm. every possibility um every everything we stepped out to do in prayer and faith and wisdom, like the Lord has met us with provision right at the very last, you know, 11, 59, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, he's just blown my mind, so yeah. just moving, you know, around the corner to this location, he's yeah. just, you know, escalated things so much, and so every step we took and every step of faith we took, obviously, they're calculated, they're not full-on ignorant risks, you yeah, know, right, they were prayed, it, prayed, over, they were thought through and calculated and bathed in prayer. Um, but when I felt that peace to keep stepping out, even yeah. though the waters, <laughs> it yeah, was water more of a Jordan <laughs> moment uh, instead of a Red Sea moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he always was there to meet me and to mm-hmm. carry me on and make me look much better than I really, you know, could have ever done on my yeah. own. So yeah, So I think just seeing him, although it was uh, so scary and, you know, the more we grow, the the amounts, the amounts of money we're talking are so much grander. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Things that I never dreamed were even possible. Um, I think he has outdone himself in just showing me that he's my true source of provision. Mm -hmm. I had to really shift that um, and I think this kind of goes into trusting the process. Yeah. Is like yeah. he, um, I had to realize at some point I had to shift my fear into full trust. And mm-hmm. when I say fear, I mean you know at the time when I was starting out, I would take every project, every yeah. opportunity, I would just jump on mm-hmm. it because we all needed to get paid. Yeah, and so that the Lord started to show me that that was, and you have to do that when you're a new startup, mm-hmm. anyways, but there comes a point where you have to relinquish that fear of like not getting paid and trust him as our source, you know, as our true source. And so when I, I shifted that, um, to him being my true source and, and practicing gratitude, it's Mm -hmm. when everything started to explode. So,
0: yeah. Oh, wow. That, that release and surrender of your dream and allowing him to, to take it where he has it planned for it to yeah. go is that that's a huge act of trust you said something that reminded me i had a conversation this morning with a friend that's kind of in this weird place of i have this dream and this passion and i just don't know what the next step is with it and i think just that very evident piece you have it doesn't necessarily mean that there's no like fear or hesitation or like concerns attached to it, but when when you're stepping in the right place with the passion God's put in your heart, the peace that accompanies it is so distinct. Oh, like yeah. there is we, nothing we like it. Tangible. Yes, yes. Yes. So I think with the amount of success that you've
1: had, Tanya, I think that that was One of the reasons that I was so, like, when I was praying through who God wanted to be our first person that we interviewed, I was like, I really, you know, I've got so many friends that are kind of in the same walk of life as I am that they're still kind of just getting started, but they have more of, like, a grip on what it is that God's called them to, but we've really not hit the the quote-unquote success part of it just yet, like, the worldly version of success Um, mm-hmm. and I think that you have. And so whenever you came to mind, I was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect because I feel like <laughs> I was there in the beginning and I heard like what the dreams were and now they've come to fruition, but, in, and and uh, then some, yeah. yeah. And then some,
0: and then like new ways too. Um, and I think for our audience and even Abby and I, and where we're at with our own businesses yeah. to see somebody with the wisdom mm-hmm. and the the experience and the heart for what they're doing, and and the going against the grain and not doing the nine to five office job or you know whatever the mm-hmm. the typical is that a lot of us associate success with to to take a dream and make it happen. That's something that um, we want to learn from, and yeah. so we and our audience too. I hope is, is and the, to be
1: a woman and a mom.
0: Yes, and doing all yeah. of this, which lit
1: as a mom as well. Um, Which is and a so whole, there's a whole other, level. yeah, right. There's a whole other thing to, a whole other bracket to add into to that. It's and the not trust typical. that it takes. Yes, it's not typical yeah. for
0: a mom to step out and do that. Trust is different when you've got little people that are at risk. You're like, okay, yes. like it was fine for me when it was just me, but now, you know, you have a spouse and then you have little children and it's like, your time is divided. Yeah. To see someone do that successfully and to get to hear from quote unquote, the other side Mm -hmm. that it's possible. Yeah. It's so encouraging and that the trust pays off. Like God, God blesses when you trust him with your dreams and the passions that he's
2: given you. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Juggling it all is no small feat. And I, can tell you that there are seasons, there are good seasons, there are bad seasons to do all the things, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and so uh, the one thing I've always encouraged young women, you know, or women starting out families and all that is that your identity is in Christ and not being mm-hmm. a wife or a mom. Yeah. And, and so I think grabbing a hold of that is really important and so you know although when my kids were born I was staying home I still was doing side things that were building to one day be what God has blossomed it to be so I didn't just shut down my dreams Uh, I didn't have this big of a dream obviously I I had to learn to dream that was not something I ever was like uh, exposed to back then but I knew inside myself that I was I had more and I knew I had a passion for design and aesthetics and things Mm -hmm. like that. so I always was working on my craft, even if in that season I was mothering full time or, um, you know, distracted with other things. Um, I never set myself aside, I guess in that regard, because I think that's what God puts in us as um, an opportunity to build the kingdom. And so Mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, part of who we are and who he made us to be. And so um, now I know certain personalities may only be able to tackle one thing at a time. And so I know for mine specifically, I can do a lot of things at one time. Um, so in case someone's listening, that might feel overwhelmed by the, uh, you know, doing. Yes, what I am athlete. overwhelmed. <laughs> um, I, think, I think it looks different for everybody. And so, you know, set realistic expectations for yourself, but I think nothing, none of the time was wasted, even mm-hmm. if the small things I was working on, um, you know, seemed significant time in that in that season like the Lord has redeemed all of my skills and talents all woven together when they were not even in my Mm dream if that makes Mm sense yeah oh it totally does yeah Yeah, that sounds a lot
0: like you Abby like all these different areas that you found yourself working in albeit still design yeah they all kind of came together and and made Abby Phillips which is your brand now and it's like all these different facets, right? So, yeah, all uh, of
1: my loves. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. So, Tanya, in all of your success, and especially us looking at you from our place where we are now in our season, and you are like light years ahead the and running the standards. Yes, like such a beautiful picture of what we would love to see one day for for ourselves, for our audience. Yeah. Do you ever struggle with imposter syndrome? And if you do, how do you combat that?
2: Honestly. I haven't struggled with that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think part of that is I did initially going back because I have no formal education in design
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, and I have a love for people. I have a natural gift and I have business experience. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, like we were just talking about, the Lord doesn't waste anything and all of those different jobs that I had that I didn't love or the jobs that I had that I did like, you know, all of those were, opportunities for me to pick up tools for my tool belt, not yeah. knowing one day I would be able to put them all into one big, huge opportunity. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think on the very front end, you know, when I was just um, more in that um, stri- uh, juggling being a full-time mom and still chipping away at what I was passionate about. Yeah. Um, I think I felt incapable at that time. And I had no idea my dream would become, this big or I didn't even have this dream then but I always felt like well I can't really charge people because I go to school for design and right. so I did struggle with that of like I guess that would be considered Ooh, imposter yes. syndrome yeah. oh time. I deal with now, that daily <laughs> Same. Same. yeah I still and have people that was, ask
0: me
1: where I went to school
2: was, and mm, it feels yeah. so wrong to say I didn't yeah yeah well that's just society saying that right, not, right, you know right. what I mean that's, yeah so I had to get over that a long time ago. So those feelings probably were more in my early 20s. And I think that's because at that age, you're really, you know, still trying to identify who you truly are. But honestly, as I've grown um, closer to the Lord and really know who I am and whose I am, um, those things don't phase me anymore because... If God put a dream in your heart, you have a skill set and the capabilities. There's no nothing can hold you back. In right. fact, you could look at many of the CEOs in the world. Not all of them have, you know, even went to college. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So I think we can't limit ourselves by what society would expect. And yeah. so, um. But more recently, I would say, really, in this entire Nashville phase of my life, I I've never really struggled with that. I think because I had a clearer path of, or a clearer understanding of who I was. And I think yeah. that's really important because if you're looking for a business or a title or recognition or fame or social following mm-hmm. or any of those things, those are not going to drive you. And yeah. those are not things that I've sought after.
0: There will always be someone that's doing it. Supposedly better. At least from yeah. from the outside looking in. You're yeah. always gonna be like, Whoa, oh, I feel like they're better than me and yeah, if you if you go look at those different assets and rely on oh. trying to grow, um, or trying to gain a following or whatever, that you'll never be enough compared right. to yes.
1: So the more sufficiency think, that you find in him, the, the greater confidence that he'll give you to walk out what it is that he's called you to. Exactly. You can't do it it's without you,
2: him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it's important to know where your focus needs to be. And yeah. so for me, I relate it back to um, I ran cross country most of my life up until I was an adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I you know, I learned quickly that you you look at the finish line, you look at what's mm-hmm. ahead. You don't look side to side at who's coming next to you or who's mm-hmm. behind you or, or even, you know, you're always just focused ahead. And so I learned quickly, honestly, I don't even know the names of big designers or I, I honestly don't even look at anybody else's stuff for inspiration, that, that just, is awesome um, <laughs> which is kind of embarrassing to say. No, I I know. <laughs> absolutely not. Your
1: vision comes is, is uh, probably as organic as it gets. <laughs> not looking at yeah, anybody I else's mean, stuff.
2: Yeah, I I don't subscribe to a bunch of magazines. Like I, I just really uh, I think for me I I would probably fall into that comparison if I did, and I just don't have time. If I'm yeah. trying to create in my own head and create with my team. I don't have time to think about what other people are doing, to be honest. That so that is awesome. Um, so that's one that. thing I have. <laughs> it's a good challenge. <laughs> yeah,
0: like protect yeah. your art and what you have to offer. Yeah, that's like guarding your. I, I mean,
1: it's that's guarding really, yourself yeah. in a way. If yeah. I mean, if you're in if your it's brand. a gift that's been given to you, mm-hmm. if you're not yeah. going to find true confidence in it, if you're constantly comparing.
2: Exactly, and I think all the energy and emotional, mental space that takes, you're you're really robbing yourself from creating what God has already given you the gift to do
0: Mm -hmm. so I love that did you always trust in your talent so easily
1: (laughs) I think it could be some of her personality she's she's got a very I think you have a very bold personality and I mean I I think I've communicated that with you before that she's always been great at communicating she's always been strong in, in her beliefs of what God has called her to. There was there that's why I think that she kind of stepped into the role of a mentor for myself as well. Mm-hmm. So
2: when I was working with
1: her, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be like you're you. so, you're so confident mm-hmm. in all of the right ways. None mm-hmm. of it is cocky. All of it is from Jesus.
2: That is really cool. Uh, thank you so much. No, man. Uh, um, I I have not always been confident. I mean honestly I remember getting my first like 10,000 square foot project thinking what the heck am I supposed to do Mm. this is so beyond me (laughs) um you know and I had only done you know 2,000 square feet Mm -hmm. 3,000 square feet you know Mm -hmm. what we would all consider normal um but honestly, I think in those seasons where I maybe felt a little bit of creep of insecurity or doubt of like, can I really do this? I knew that God was with me and I just stepped into it with confidence, knowing wow. that he would be along for the ride and we would together figure it out. And so I never shied away from the next big opportunity. Um, and he always was there, you yeah. know. And so I think for in order to grow, you've really got to learn to trust and step out in faith. Um, and to be sure enough in what maybe you don't know, but you know that you could learn, if yeah. that makes
0: sense. So, and, and trusting that he's just revealing a side of him through you. So really it's uh, yes. him as the creator using you to express mm-hmm. something that's in him. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
2: Yes, and I have always loved that that um and he's always shown that to me is you know he created us in his own image and each Mm -hmm. of us have a slice of gifting and talent that he also contains and so you can see it all throughout scripture especially in the old testament of his design of um the ark and the tabernacle and the breastplates (laughs) and the draperies and us i mean all of those but from an from a aesthetic and design yes. standpoint, like he went through the measurements and the textures yeah. and the types of fabrics and wow. the dimensions and all of that stuff. He's very, very specific and he loves the order and the balance and the structure mm-hmm. and all of that. And so he is ultimately the designer. And so I yeah. think knowing that, you know, you can whatever your craft is, like he's already done that um, he yeah, right. knows how to. So yes. you should feel like you're in good hands or, you know, good partnership with the Lord yes. to accomplish anything he puts before you. Yeah, I think he's honestly looking for people who are willing to step out and yes. um, make a difference because how so many people get captivated by fear Yeah, that they mm-hmm. always get, uh, they're afraid of what others will think or afraid of failing or afraid mm-hmm. of, losing everything, and I think you have to relinquish that fear in order to really, truly step into, you know, what God's called you to, and like I said, it's not just throwing caution to the wind and being reckless, it's calculated and prayed for, but, or prayed through, but um, I think he's looking for those who are courageous enough to Mm -hmm. actually do what's inside of them
0: yeah and courage is such a deep thing like it's 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 beyond you and you as a human being because human beings fall short in a fallen world but courage is something that comes from the holy spirit and it's different than bravery because there's a meekness Mm -hmm. that comes with courage like i'm relying on a strength greater than my own Mm, um Mm -hmm. so it's a really beautiful thing when god uses someone like you to demonstrate it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so yeah
1: well, okay. So our final question is one that we kind of want to be like a little lighthearted in a way. Like it's one that we want to be a staple for um, the people that we interview. So we just want to know, in general, whatever it is, can literally be anything. What is inspiring you right now?
2: Oh, mm, such a broad question. <laughs> I know I it can literally be good anything. For That's that. why I love it. I know, me too. <laughs> uh, well, I guess one of one of what comes to mind is um, I recently uh, got the chance to go on a nice vacation with my husband oh, um, and so yeah that was really awesome um, and it was the first time ever that I sat still long enough to actually read a book in full like a full week or wow. like I read a whole book in a week I guess is what I'm trying to say Man. Um, and <laughs> what a I mean, life oh, <laughs> the girl. time having the time I, mean, I just have never ever had that and so it it was yeah pretty crazy well um I was gifted a book um just before that trip for my birthday and I spent uh you know my rest time reading that book and um and it's the story I love stories of people I love people's stories I love true stories Mm -hmm. so if you look at my Netflix it's all about like based on true (laughs) most of them anyways I just find inspiration people's stories um but I read uh, the book, and I'm trying to think of the title of it. Um, but it's the book by Janie Kern Lima, and it's her story of it cosmetics and the brand that she built. Yeah, and um, I couldn't put it down. So I think for me right now, because it's so fresh on mind, um, just hearing her story and relating, you know, to the highs and lows of you know, figuring it out. And
1: uh, I'm sorry. I said business ownership.
2: Yeah. Business ownership, um, being a girl, not, you know, not really knowing what you're doing and figuring it out. And then, you know, trying to juggle all of it and, you know, maintaining, you know, hiring and Mm -hmm. having a relationship and all of that in one, for me it was inspiring to hear, someone else's story going yeah. through it. And obviously she's way ahead of the game for me. It's called Believe It. Yes. Um, okay.
1: Okay. I yeah. have heard of it.
2: Yeah. It's really good. So that, I think initially is what is inspiring me right now, just to know someone else has walked the road ahead. Just like you guys are inspired mm-hmm. by my story. I'm mm-hmm. inspired by her. She mm-hmm. ended up, um, not having any beauty or makeup industry knowledge and created a line because of her own, um, rosacea on her skin and wanted a a true product and so she basically created it in her living room and ended up selling it um, to L'Oreal the biggest brand in the world in the beauty industry for a billion dollars. What in the world? Okay. uh, Yeah and so she talks about (laughs) I know exactly so she's in like you know the Forbes top self-made women list and all of that stuff but just her circling back and sharing her faith journey through it all um, at the end of the book is was really encouraging mm. to me um, just to see how also in someone else's life, God has exceeded the expectation. So that's, anyhow, I think that's my
0: current inspiration. I love it. That was a great one and yeah. I love It Cosmetics. So I didn't yeah. know that was her story. I know. I didn't either. You'll have to grab the book.
1: Yeah, and we're going to list it in the notes of the um of the podcast as well for anyone else who would like Absolutely. to read it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. It Cosmetics is a great. I have really sensitive skin and it's one that I can use. So I'm I'm a big fan. How I love
1: that good? It came out of like the want to solve a problem for too, for, yeah. for her for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. 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 Which It obviously was was a problem for a lot of the people in the world if it became a billion-dollar company.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nuts. Exactly. That's
1: so cool. Well, Tanya, thank you so much. Seriously, thank you so
0: much. From the bottom of our hearts. I mean, this is like... A big deal for our little, our little venture baby. that we're on. <laughs> <Your baby. laughs> Does feel like a baby? So to be yeah. able to have somebody on the show for you to take time to to speak with us and inspire us and truly inspire us, like Abby, I think we're about to redecorate my studio now. <laughs> um,
2: so <laughs> thank you, <laughs> really. <laughs> Um, Y'all are so welcome. I'm so honored to be asked, and honestly, to be your first guest. I'm just super honored, and I'm expectant to um, just hear more about your guys' journey and what God does to unfold mind blowing outcomes.
1: Yay! Well, well, we're, we're believing that in it. that. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: <laughs>
1: and we'll excited come visit you very soon. Yes, excited yes. to see too.
0: all that all that me God's going to do with your new beautiful storefront and um listeners make sure that you go follow onyx and alabaster and um and if
1: you're close to nashville or to uh to franklin take a trip
0: mm -hmm. read her blog listen to the podcast she's so inspiring and it's it's awesome to be able to follow along on her journey and i'm i'm thankful that abby has a relationship with you tanya so that i can can learn from you too yeah
2: yay well thank you ladies for having me of
1: course i'll talk to you soon tanya Thank you so
2: much. Okay, love that you. sounds good. You're so welcome. I love you too. <laughs> Bye. Talk to you later. Bye.
1: I don't know. I feel like I just got big picture thing. You know? Yeah. It's I'm I'm so much less after that conversation focused on what I want out of my my business, and so much more focused on my gosh. I just pray whatever you need to do, Lord, through me to give me the encouragement in it for somebody else's journey in the way that Tanya just did for us Mm -hmm. that's what that's what I want I don't even care what it's about anymore I just want it to be just
0: allow us to be vessels yeah at at any level yeah I feel that too my big takeaway was that everything that she any and every season everything she learned whether it be a skill or a life lesson or whatever all of it came together to this now huge business enterprise that she's developing and and seeing come to fruition and there's so much peace in that because lord knows there are so many seasons of my life that I'm like what was the point of that yeah you know kind of like oh for the longest time I was like why do I love theater so much like Mm -hmm. so much and never did anything with it and if you listen to the introduction podcast you may know a little bit about that but and now I'm like I'm getting to finally talk to people. And that was the heart behind theater all along was just to have a place to empathize with people Mm -hmm. and relate and um, bless people. And, and I pray that that's, you know, what God is using those skills for now. So, I mean, that's like a small version of Tanya gathering this whole tool bag of things. And now it's one big business. Yeah. Well, we love you guys! We do. Have the best weekend ever! Yeah. And we can't wait for you to tune in next week for yep. The Rare Collective. <laughs> From the inside to, to the the outside. outside.
2: We'll
0: see you guys next week! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit longer. We're really (laughs) glad that y'all are here. We really are. Okay, so if you're listening right now, we just want to take a couple of more seconds and tell you a little bit about who Jesus is, because we did talk a lot about spirituality with Tanya. Yeah, yeah. And if if you've maybe never had a relationship with Jesus or grew up from a religious background, or um, no matter what your stance or perspective is, if you're hanging out a little bit longer right now, it means that you've got some curiosity or questions or you just want to hear yeah. what we have to say about it. So we're really honored that you're sh- sharing this space with us right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, Jesus is just this man that was born, born by a miraculous conception by the Father of our universe, mm-hmm. by God, um, who came and walked this earth and lived a fully human life while being fully God at the yep. same time so that He could know pain and know this world that we walk through, that we live in, in the hurt of a sinful fallen world. He He actually was here because God loves His creation so much, us, that someone had to take the place for all of our sins so that we could live with him in eternity and Mm -hmm. have a real relationship with him not just some religious like far away rule following man-made thing like a real relationship which i think is where the world has really gotten it wrong and
1: if you're questioning the difference between really what we're talking about which is what we call christianity and what we're saying religion is christianity mere christianity is not religion religion is something that you've Got a set list of things that you've got to do to earn. To earn, you are earning love. You are earning your way into heaven. Yeah. You know, and and Jesus tore that veil, and he he took the power from rule following away from it whenever he decided that he was going to to serve as our sacrifice. Yeah. Um. And so re- what we're describing is relationship over religion. Yeah.
0: And that's the big key. I mean, he just came here to offer himself as a loving sacrifice so that we can know intimacy with God and pursue a life that honors him. Yeah. So we just want you to know that Jesus loves loved you. you he loves you so much yeah. and he wants to know you and there's yep. so much more to it and um, there's so much beauty to be discovered but really we just want you to know that there's a Savior who died for you and just wants to know you and love you mm-hmm. and there's not um, condemnation or no. hatred or works no. that's a part of it all that he says is that he wants you to know Him and believe in Him and mm-hmm. trust in Him, and He'll worry about the rest later. Yeah. Um, yep. So anyway, we're going to put a link to one of our absolute favorite shows. Uh, it, it tells the story of Jesus. There's only two seasons out so far. But there's more coming. But there's more coming, yeah. and it's going to tell the full Gospels, which are the first four books in the New Testament. But if you want to just kind of get your toes wet and learn more, we're going to point you to The Chosen. Mm-hmm. The link is going to be in the notes, and um, of course there's there's so much that we've missed. This is definitely just our uh, Spark Notes yeah. version, yeah. but ultimately our goal was just to introduce you to our Savior, who mm-hmm. we love so much, and we want you to know loves you.
1: Yeah, So, and if you've got any in-depth questions, or you've got just um concerns of any sort or you want to know something um about us whenever it comes to our
0: walks with jesus send us a message we got you yeah we'd love to talk more we about really it. would so anyway all right well that really is all we love you guys yeah have love a you great so much. week bye, bye.